0: You are now tuned in to the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from a personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. Networking is more about farming than it is about hunting. It's about cultivating relationships. Dr. Ivan Misner. Networking is something that I hold dear to myself. It's something that has changed my life for the better. Your network can put you in places that higher education cannot. This is why your network is considered as your net worth. To some degree, you could even say that in my personal life, you know, my network saved my life in 2017 i was introduced to a man he was my sister's friend and he was somebody who was trading he was young he i think he was 21 22 at the time he was trading and he was the first person to show me that you can really make a real income free trading he was young he was driving a a, i think it was an audi tt and it inspired me you know he used to take me out he used to take me to go play pool we would just talk and just 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 discuss the future and he kind of took on the role of being a role model for me and this person within my network alone helped me to prime myself for the future although i didn't take action at the point of time he showed me that it was possible and that in itself caused a paradigm shift and caused me to understand that yo like if i want to take this path in the future i can do it because this person looks just like me He's he's got dark skin and you know i would consider him at that point of time as successful because in my eyes that's what success was you know having the money being able to drive fast cars and just do what you want you know what i mean and that is something that i admired at the point of time i would like this to highlight the real power of that because now that person is within my network, I have access to this person. I can talk to this person, ask them for advice, ask them for guidance with certain things. But also look at it from the perspective of my sister. My sister networks with this person. She introduces person to me. And the reason why she introduces person to me is because I was going down paths that I shouldn't be going down. You know, I was kind of, in a sense, losing myself. But in that process, I was losing myself to get to know myself better and to then recreate myself into become the person who I need to become. And because I was introduced to this person, he helped drive me onto the path that was much healthier for me than the other paths that I could have went down. And, you know, that was in highly important to, it could have possibly even have been a make or break moment in my life. And there was, there's more of this theme in the future and the course of my life as well. Well, at that point of time, it's the future so in my my current timeline is the past but at that point of time it was the future so another situation i believe this was in 2018 yeah late 2018 this is just before i started trading so i was waiting for a friend of mine at london victoria station she stood me up but i gave her the benefit of the doubt i thought you know what this person said that their phone is about to die. So let me just make sure that, you know, they don't end up coming here. Maybe they might have got, might, might have been a little bit late or might have missed a train and now, you know, things are a bit delayed. So I thought, you know what, let me just wait for them a bit longer. Let me make sure that it's not that situation because I would hate for them to have finally reached there and then I'm no longer there. And now, you know, I've, I've made the, my friend come out and you know, I'm not there. So I thought, you know what, let me just sit here. Let me wait for them a little bit longer. Give them the benefit of the doubt. So during my wait, a random guy approaches me. And he was a peculiar stranger. He's somebody that you wouldn't see on a regular basis. This guy he was, I believe, about four foot nine, four foot ten. I think he was wearing a scarf and a little coat at the time. And he sat next to me. I looked into I looked to my left and he's eating this sort of like veggie patty or something. And You know, he just turns to me, he just looks to me and says, hey, how you doing? I say, hey, back. And we start talking. And, you know, he asked me what I do. I asked him what he does. He says, guess. I take a guess. I find out that he's a stripper and he's also a bodybuilder and he's also, he was on Ninja Warrior. He was on all of these different things and trades and he does this and that. He invests, he's learning real estate from his mentor who was 28 years old at the time and had over a hundred different rental properties. And you know, he's retired. He's a, he's a young person. He's retired. And, and he was telling me that this is who he was learning from. So I was like, wow, this person seemed like a really cool person. Like they were just their selves and they were proud of being who they are. And I thought, you know what, this is somebody who's really cool. Like I, I want to like know this person. So me and him were talking, he's talking to me about how he was trading. Um, He stopped trading because he made about 10,000. And then he started to lose a bit of money. So he thought, you know what? I've already made a bit of change. Let me just keep at that and, you know, stay, be a little bit conservative. I was like, cool. That's another person who's kind of showing me that it can be done. Right. Bear that in mind. Now, I'm like, you know what? Let's exchange details. So we take each other's numbers down, and then we meet up a cu- again a couple times. And when we meet up me again over those couple times that we that we met up again, he showed me how to meditate. He got me back into reading. He got me refocused on my life. He he, he basically convinced me to get off of my path that I was carrying on, the 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 path to self destruction, and convinced me to walk to the path of recreation, and that was life-changing for me. I went home that day and I told my mum, I remember she was inside of the bathtub, I told my mum, mum, I'm going to stop doing X, Y, Z. I was just doing things I shouldn't be doing. I told her, mum, I'm going to stop doing these things. And she says, what? Are you okay? (laughs) She was so surprised. And, you know, it came out of the blue, but it was all because I had networked with this person, met up with them a couple more times and they had kind of, through conversation, they they re-guided me back to a place where I should have been, but I was already on my way there. Do you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I just wanted to to emphasize how powerful a network can be. Because if I had never met these two people, I might not have started trading myself. Because a couple months after, I think it was either a month or or, or two months after I met this person, I then joined the network marketing company and began learning to trade through that company because they were offers, offering educational services on learning how to trade so that's when i originally started learning how to trade and through learning how to trade i am now at a point where i'm now providing a service to other people because i'm at the point where i can be consistently profitable i can also help other people be consistently profitable so now i am in that position so along with that as i started to join this network marketing company uh, there was also a side of it where I could make some money by referring people to the company. This required networking. So this is why I then inter- increase my competence in networking with other people, developing my relationship building skills, developing my, my, my own individual branding, developing even my communication skills. You know, all of those different skills that add up and help you to network with other people. And even to just have the confidence just to just say hello to someone. A complete stranger, I was in all the, every single cab talking to the cab drivers. You can have you can even talk to my friends, they would tell you I would be drunk on my way to a party and I would just talk to the cab driver, i talk, talk to them about trading, talk to them about finance and different things. And they're always interested because everyone's interested in finance. But that's kind of how I started in my journey to network marketing at that time, and that helped me to develop relationships with more people moving forward. So, with that being said, how can you network? And how have I networked in the past? So what I would do is I would do things like put, my, put myself in places where other people that I would want to network would be. And then I would just speak to them. So, for example, if you want to find a place where people would be that you would want to network with, people who are like minded, people who might be steps ahead of you that you want to get in mentorship from or people that you might even want to help, it's up to you wherever they are you need to think about you need to step into their minds you have to think cool if i'm this person where would i be for example if you want to let's say if you're somebody who wants to increase your fitness and or maybe increase your ability to to defend yourself are you going to network with somebody who can do that at a club or are you going to go to an mma gym or a brazilian jiu-jitsu gym or a boxing gym you get what i'm saying the people who you want to network with you will always be in certain environments these environments are very like niche places they're designed for those people so another thing is you need to think about first who are you trying to network with what type of person are you trying to network with if you're trying to work if you're trying to network with people who's in the music industry where are you going to go you're going to go to more intimate events maybe album release parties or you might be going to a place that uh, or a club that you know that certain artists perform at or, or or even hang out at and with their friends or you might even go to studios you know if you if you have a friend who makes music ask them oh can you bring me to the studio they might say yeah they might say no if you want to find people who's on the path to personal development because this is something that i am asked quite a lot a lot of people ask me ah uh, zach how can i find people who are like-minded all of the people around me are low vibration all they want to do is party all they want to do is do drugs all they want to do is have fun but none of them want to elevate their game none of them want to improve their lives none of them want to be better or they might want to be better but they're not putting action forward to be better How can I be around people where I won't be the one who's in first place, but I also won't be the one who's in last? Those are the rooms that you want to be in, right? The places where you're not last, but places where you're also not first. Because that way you have someone that you can learn from and someone who you can teach. When you have both, you then develop yourself in different ways. You refine your skills. On top of that, you also will most likely be with people who are on the same level as you. So that's also another plus that's also more people that you can learn from. But when you're last place, you have no one that you can teach. There's no one who you can pass it on to. And when you teach things, that's when you really truly understand things because you can't teach something if you don't understand it. And if you're in first place, then you know, you're know you not really going to be able to learn and expand beyond what everyone else is doing, except from you know, if you're somebody who's very creative and you're able to just pave your own path, that's different. But if you're somebody who's built enough of what other people have done before how can you do that if you're the one who's in first place how comes you're the one who's introducing everything that's new and there's no one else that's introducing anything that's new do you know what I'm saying so this is where your network will become key so if you want to be somebody who's developing yourself what you need to do is you need to find places where people who are developing themselves will be for example you could go to the library because I too, I love going waterstones. I love going bookshops and book cafes and stuff like that. Because that's where I give myself the time to plan or to learn. And as I learn, I gain more ideas. And as I gain more ideas, I can then create take more action. That's where people who are trying to develop themselves will probably be probably be another place that they might be. They might be in the gym. They might be in personal development events. For example, the Gen Z Club. Um, this is one for if you're more of a young person who's aspiring to be an entrepreneur or an investor, that's a great place to start. Gen Z Club. You can find them on Instagram at the Full Stop Gen Z Club. G-E-N-Z-C-L-U-B that is a great starting point for you because that's where you kind of get people who might be ahead of you, some people who might be below you and some people who might be middle. You know, you get the best of all three worlds. So this is a good idea on, you know, just finding the places where the people that you want to be like and people who are similar minded will be. Another thing will be for me personally, um, I found tons of like-minded people when I was in a network marketing company. When I was there, um, I met people who were ahead of me, people who were below me, people who were on the same level, people who all desired the same thing, so we're all moving towards the same direction, towards a collective and shared goal. This is great if you're you know, on the initial road to personal development. However, if it's not something that you're not really passionate about, something that... If you're only just doing it for the money, then you're not really going to see the real benefits of it, I feel like. So another place where you could also go to network with people would be through work. You know, if you're working in a certain place, you might find people who are also of a similar mindset. For example, if you decided to do an internship at a large bank, let's say JP Morgan, you want to go into finance. So what do you want to do? You get an internship at a at an established firm, such as JP Morgan, and you network with the people who you meet there, whether it's people in the accounting department or it's people within the, the finance department, risk, con- risk management department, people in the front desk, the security, everyone. Everyone you can, if even possible, even better if you network with the CEO. I remember I was doing a real estate internship in 2019 i believe throughout my internship i was networking with people within different sections of the company i was networking with people in the accounting side of the company and i was networking with people in the valuation side in the sales negotiation side, in the letting side and i even met the ceo of the company face to face i've shaken hands with him i have conversations with him and this is powerful because because i met with this person I didn't have my foot in the door. Because I built relationships with these people, I now have my foot in the door. In fact, because I had my foot in the door, I wasn't able to then reach out to them at a later date for a job. They gave me a job. And although it wasn't the best position in the company, that in itself put my foot in the door. So if I wanted to, I could then excel and reach high positions. Although that wasn't really my desire at that point of time, it was more just getting myself a nice job that I can do part-time to give me an extra piece of income. So moving on from this. So once you go to places where you want to network, the one final place that I wanna suggest is if you don't have any specific ideas or you don't know any events or or any places that you wanna go that could be a good start for you, I suggest, and this is what I used to do, go on Eventbrite and just look at the events that people are hosting. I remember a while ago, and um, before COVID nineteen, before you know all of this different stuff that was happening around the world, I was I went to a storytelling event. So it was just it was completely random. I have no interest in in storytelling. It's not something that I aspire to do. It's not anything like that. However, I like to just learn about random things. I'm a sponge. I like to just learn things, and the more I learn the more I expand, the more I grow. So I understand this. So I thought, you know what? This could be a good opportunity to learn. This could be a good opportunity to network. So I went there. It was a free event. There's tons of free events as well. Sometimes people are advertising their books or or courses. So just be mindful of that. But, you know, most of the time these events might be free. And when I went there, you know, the guy was telling us a story um, about how other people go to him and they basically advertise their business through storytelling so the storytelling is done through journalism so what happens is this person then talks to this journalist and this journalist publishes their story onto a newspaper and that in return boosts that person's sales it boosts that person's social media their engagement their everything You know their social status their reliability so that in itself is something that can work well and whilst I was at this event I was talking I was speaking to people afterwards in a little in the time period where they say you know we're having a little break grab a little drink or go to the toilet this is the time when you can then network with people you can stand up just go around talk to people that you haven't spoken to before I was talking to a photographer I was talking to the the person who was hosting the event and Because of that, you know, I then gain new contacts. Now, when you speak to people, this leads me on to step two. So, step two, you need to speak to people. Don't be afraid to speak to people. Don't be shy. They most likely feel the same way as you. They most likely are a little bit feeling some sort of social anxiety. That's okay. I feel that all of the time as well. But it's fine. What will make it easier for you If you're somebody who you're thinking, oh, what do I say? Start off the conversation and then make them talk about themselves. Let them spend more time talking and you listening rather than you talking and them listening. Let's be real. No one cares about you. They don't care about your story. They don't care about what you ate for dinner yesterday. They don't care about your opinion on something. Unless if they came to the event to specifically see you if you're just a random person that they've met they're a complete stranger next year they're going to forget you if you're that kind of person they're not going to care about what you have to say so what you have to do you have to instead appeal to the inner narcissist everyone likes talking about themselves everyone loves to feel like they have a little bit of attention like people are taking an interest into them people get kicks off of it Because most of the time people feel invisible inside of society. So play upon that. Ask them about themselves. Ask them, oh, what brings you here? Ask them anything. Ask them about a certain item of clothing that they're wearing. Compliment them about it. Make them feel seen. Make them feel heard. In doing so, they will come out of the conversation feeling like, that was a really good conversation. They will feel refreshed. Have you ever been inside of a conversation and the person spends the whole time talking about themselves? And let's say if you don't have the plan to, let's say they've just approached you, right? And they spent the whole time talking about themselves. And you're just looking at the time waiting to find the the, the next excuse to just abandon the person so so you can continue with your day. That's what it feels like when you're doing it to them. So don't do it keep it short and brief if possible and just ask them about themselves ask them different questions ask them about what they do what got them into it do they enjoy it um and if they say anything interesting ask them follow-up questions think about it like this think about it like a journalist right when a journalist is making a story for a newspaper magazine or article they're going to find the five W's, this is the basics. What, where, when, why, how, not how, who. Or you can also ask how as well. That's also another one, extra one. When you ask them these questions, you then find out more information. You find out everything that you need to know. And they'll also most likely tell you anything that you need to know. If they feel uncomfortable with you asking, you'll probably be able to pick up for it through their body language and they'll probably assert their boundaries if they really care about it. They'll say, I don't really feel comfortable saying, talking about it. Do you know what I mean? Don't be afraid to be rejected. Ask them things. And even if it's an uncomfortable question, you know, you can, you might be able to ask them it. They might feel a bit refreshed by it. But, you know, it depends on the person. Some people who are very, very close off, they might feel offended. So if it's the first time meeting that person, it's probably best you stay away from the uncomfortable stuff to begin with. But then as you get to know them, then start introducing a bit more flavour, a bit more of the uncomfortable conversations. Do you know what I mean? So another thing I like to say, you know, if you're going up to people, if you're speaking to them, you need to open up conversation. One way you can open up conversation is through generosity. What I mean by this is, let's say, for example, if somebody drops something, pick it up for them. Give it back to them they will say thank you and you can say a little joke you can say you're welcome you can keep it simple you can just work off of that do one thing that that brings a smile to their face or makes them feel like oh this person is really kind and also maybe this person is also trustworthy psychologically speaking when somebody does something for you you feel like they care about you if you feel like they care about you because bear in mind an act of service is a love language so when you're doing this they buy into you a lot more and when the people buy into you a lot more they open up a bit more they are more willing to do things with you or do things for you they're more willing to buy your course or buy your products they're more willing to exchange numbers with you they're more willing to go out with you it depends what your intention is but you know you have to think about these things you know You want a person to trust you. You want a person to feel safe around you. And generosity is a very good way of doing that. Another thing that you could do is also just show interest. If you have nothing to give this person, if you have no gifts available, think about the five love languages. acts of service, gift giving, physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. Quality time, it's a bit self-explanatory gift giving self-explanatory especially if it's thoughtful gifts physical touch if it's your first time meeting this person don't invade their private space maybe you just you know you can break the touch boundary by shaking their hands or a little fist bump if it's a, a bit more of an informal thing you know just keep it simple or maybe a hug if they're open to it but bear in mind it's about people's body language and the context if it's like a friend or maybe somebody you might have networked with over social media maybe on the first interaction when you greet them you can give them a greeting hug as long as it's not done in an inappropriate way and not done for too long you can do that sometimes but again it's a more about what the other person's comfortable with and that's what their body language will show you so make sure you're paying attention to stuff like that And not only that, but you also have words of affirmation. So this is another language, another love language. Words of affirmation, this is more uplifting people through your words. So you could be giving people compliments. If someone looks good, if someone has dressed very well and they look stylish, compliment them about it. If you like their earrings, compliment them about it. Try not to compliment them on stuff that they cannot change, like stuff that they're born with, such as eyes, eye color or their skin color or You know, just stuff like that. Don't say, "Oh yeah, you're beautiful." Don't say that. Everyone can just say that. Pay attention to the small details. Look at how they wear their clothes. Look at the clothes that they wear. Look at the colors. Look at the way how they've done their hair. Look at the shoes that they're wearing. Look at the little bracelet or the little necklace that they're wearing. Look at the contacts that they're wearing. If they're wearing um, eye contacts that change the that changes the color of their eyes look at that pay attention to that give them a compliment about it because these are things that this person has made effort into if they if they have done if it's a girl and they've done their lashes or they've done their nails compliment them and buy it make them feel seen make them feel beautiful make them feel like the effort that they made into making this look is worth doing make sure that they feel like the work has not gone to waste and i promise you they will like you a lot more than somebody who just simply says, oh, you're beautiful or or, you're handsome. Do you know what I mean? That's nothing. We hear this, especially if it's a girl, they most likely hear this almost every single day. And they will take it as just a general thing. They'll probably say a knee, they'll just say a knee jerk reaction to it that they say to everybody. And it's probably like, thank you, but I'm not, I've I've heard it so many times. Or maybe they might just accept it. Because some people do have a problem with accepting compliments, but that's a whole different conversation. Generosity is a great way of opening conversation. Another way you can do it is through your personality and showing it through your accessories and, you know, decoration of... Let's take, for example, if you're if you're working in an office space and you're networking with the, your colleagues. You might have just started a new job. You're in an office and... You want to show your personality through your office space. You can do so by, you know, it could be simple. You could have a little thing on the desk that somebody might walk over to you and you see and, and they say, oh, what's that? Do you know what I mean? It opens up conversation. They're like, oh, what is that? I remember when I, I, when I was um in a sixth form. Bear in mind, my sixth form is not smart wear. It's not formal wear you can just wear smart, casual clothes. You can wear a, a sweater and some jeans, or you can wear even a tracksuit worm if you wanted to. Sometimes they might harass you by it, but you can do that. It's not, it wouldn't be too much of an issue. What I found was when I started to do network marketing, I would come into school wearing this long camel coat and it was really smart. I would sometimes even come in wearing a suit because that's just how I felt on the inside. I felt like this person, so I put on a suit, I'll wear it. And every time I walk into to sit sit form, people are wondering, where's he going? Some people, you might even thought I was a teacher or something, somebody important. <laughs> you know, the people that didn't know me, they were like, oh, you know, they would even treat me differently, it was interesting. And, you know, a lot of the time, when I would wear these, the these very smart clothes, these formal clothes, People would open conversations with me, they're asking me where I'm going, they're asking me what I'm up to. They're asking why are you wearing that coat? Or they might say, Oh, I really like a coat, or I really like blah 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 blah. I say thank you. And I might continue talking about it, open up conversation with them, let them know what I'm up to. Or I might just keep it as simple as thank you and keep it stepping. So it's all about you. It's all about your intention, how you feel at the end of the day, whether you want to network network with this person, but If you can show your personality through your clothes, through your decor, it will allow other people to then also identify whether you're somebody that they would even like to be friends with. For example, it's like when you wear, you know those t-shirts that are dedicated to certain artists, like let's take for example Prince, Tyler the Creator, Metallica, Iron Maiden. You can see that this person is clearly a fan of this artist. Or this movie like for example the pulp fiction t-shirts when you see people wear those when you see people wear all of these different items it helps you to identify whether this person is the type of person that you would like to be friends with because they ha- might have a common interest someone might see something on your desk if you're let's take for example if you're somebody and you have a little tech deck you know there's a little skateboard the finger skateboards and you leave that on your desk. Somebody might have the same thing. Somebody might have might have had that in their childhood. Somebody might be a skate, uh, be somebody who skates or used to skateboard when they were younger. And they'll walk past your office and they'll see that and they'll be like, whoa, do you skate? Or they'll be like, oh, that's cool. Then you enter a dialogue with that person and you ask them and buy it. Oh, have you, did you used to skate? Have you ever have you ever tried one of these? Let them try it and see how they feel about it. They'll they'll feel like special. They'll feel quite happy to talk to somebody who's of similar interest to them. And when you speak to somebody who's of similar interest, you naturally feel a lot more comfortable because it feels familiar. And when you feel familiar, people are a lot more open to you because people like what's familiar to them. They don't like the unknown. They're scared of the unknown. A tip that I have as well for people who are shy. Let's say if you've gone to a networking event let's say you have a friend with you or you've just opened up conversation with one stranger instead of having to go through the burden of me and everybody one by one by one feeling like you're disturbing them and breaching their private space if you're speaking to somebody already find a wingman ask them oh do you know anyone who's here already if not then cool that's fine ask them oh do you mind being a wingman I'm a little bit shy uh, do you mind introducing me to a couple of people and helping me to network with people? Just be honest, be transparent. It's hard, but be transparent. Or even better, if they do know people there, just simply ask them, oh, do you mind introducing me to them? I'm sure they'll most likely be happy to introduce you. As long as you're a cool person, as long as they like you, they most likely will do it. If they feel like you would just be a nuisance, if you're somebody who's just, you know, acting like a burden towards everybody there, acting a fool being rude they're not going to want to do it so make sure you're being polite to people make sure you bring your bring your manners and give them respect because if you don't give respect you probably won't get respect step three after you've spoken to a person at this event or at this venue if you feel like this person is somebody that you want to network with and maintain a connection with if you feel like you felt some sort of vibe there that you know, that felt good to you, that felt nourishing to you. If you feel like the person has something that could be of benefit to you without sacrificing something that you're unwilling to sacrifice, what you now need to do is, is you need to secure their contact details. Make sure to secure the contact details, whether it's on Snapchat, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or their number. Just get the contact. It's that simple. But one thing I'd like to say is though, especially for the younger audience, if you're networking with older people, they're probably not going to use Snapchat. Instead, what you should do is this. Ask them, what is, their, what is your desired way to maintain contact? Or how would you like to maintain contact? How would you like to keep in contact, keep in touch? You know, just ask them. And when you ask them, they will tell you their desired way. And that makes everything a lot more easier for you. If you don't have that way available, either you can make it available. For example, if you don't have a LinkedIn LinkedIn account and people are saying, yeah, I would like to network with you on LinkedIn, you can make one from before the event, or you can tell them, I don't have a LinkedIn event, but what would be a better alternative for you? Would you be, would I be able to get an email? Or would I be able to get your phone number? Would I be able to get your Twitter? Do you have any social medias that I can follow you on? Do you know what I mean? And as you do that, you know, it's as simple as this. You're most likely going to exchange details. And then that's that. Rinse and repeat. Step four, rinse and repeat. Do it again and again and again and again and again. And if you're somebody who, let's take, for example, because we're inside of all of these different weird things that's going in society right now. A lot of event spaces aren't as open as they used to be. You can also network through social media. Leverage it. First, you will need to design your social media to make yourself look a bit more presentable, make yourself look a bit more trustworthy. For example, if somebody asks me on Snapchat and their name is iBangF, I'm not going to add them back. I'm probably going to block them. Somebody the other day had that in their name. I blocked them straight away because why am I inviting somebody who claims in their name that they do fraud? And keep them on my snap. Why would I do that? Why would I even want this person in my network? i block them straight away. Now whether they do or do not, I don't know. But I also don't care. I'm not going to invite that into my network. I'm not going to invite people who who go against what I believe in in my network. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't want you watching my social medias. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to invite you into my, my personal life. That doesn't make sense to me. So, you know, if you think about it like that Make sure that you are presentable You know, you don't have to be something that you're not You don't have to act like you are The big CEO of a company Or act like you're rich Or just be you Be authentic Be you But be the best you Do you know what I mean? Social media, social media It's an illusion I only show you guys the best of me Although I do show you guys the worst of me as well I also show you guys when I have downs as well but that's because I you know, that's my that's me. I'm showing you guys so when I'm when I'm having my up days, you will be inspired by it. So that's my path. But a lot of you guys you don't have to do that. You can just keep it simple. Just keep it as you. You know, you can have pictures of you and your friends, but don't post pictures of you guys, you know being absolutely smashed unless if that's the image that you wanna go for. Unless if you know you desire to have the party the party boy kind of image you know you gotta think about the image that you wanna come across once you've figured out what you wanna represent yourself as, as you can then decide from there, cool I'm now gonna post this content and if you have certain interest, post about that as well don't be afraid to You know, I've made a lot of friends on Snapchat, for example. I made so many different friends just by speaking about things that I'm interested in. I'm interested in many things. I'm interested in philosophy. I'm interested in psychology in in finance. I'm invested in, in investments, even. Sorry. I'm interested in sociology. I'm interested in metaphysics. So many different things health fitness and because of like video gaming music comics i'm interested in so much and you know a lot of people might be like oh i don't want to show this side of me because people might think i'm a nerd yo who gives a shit what they think you are you you are interested in what you're interested in if you're interested in gaming if you're interested in dungeons and dragons post about it because chances are you want to be friends with people who are also interested in the things that you're interested in so why would you not why would you want to appeal to people who are not interested in what you're interested in people who tell you to repress your desires and to repress the things that that make you happy the things that make life worth living who gives a shit about their opinions most of the time they're unhappy themselves they don't even know themselves so why do you care what you need to do is is you need to start Posting about things that you're interested in it's that simple and as you do that people naturally gravitate to, towards you i've literally made friends just by posting certain content that i'm interested in and somebody that i know might have sent my snap to somebody that they know and they said oh you might like this person because they're they're interested in similar things that you're interested in this has happened to me multiple times i'll give you two examples so one of my good friends to I met her through her cousin, Bilal, and that happened because, you know, we was on the same uni course, and he saw the content I was posting on social media, and he told her, hey, you might like this guy because or the content he, he, he posts, he's a cool guy, he's genuine, you know, you might get along with him, network with him. Sent her a mass snap, now me and her are really good friends. Another person. So this is something that happened years ago, So, and this is probably like a life-changing one. So this happened probably in two thousand and I think nineteen. So at this point of time, I started trading. Everyone on my Snapchat knows I trade because I post what I'm interested in, and because of that, I had friends. I had friends in secondary school. I'll go parties with them, and at these parties, they might have friends from outside the school, and they would be there too. So. You know at these parties i might network with them i might i might not necessarily know them too much but they know me and i know them i know who they are if i see them in the street i can say hello to them and they'll say hello back because they'll recognize me one time one of um one of my mutual friends with people from my school they saw on my snap that i was trading and their boyfriend at the time was also trading as well they then sent my snap to their boyfriend said hey this guy trades as well you might be interested in being you know networking with with them because you know when you go along certain journeys it can be lonely sometimes you know not not a lot lot of the time people will not understand you so when you find somebody who does the same thing is of similar age it's quite refreshing because it's like wow like there's somebody else who's interested in the same thing i am like I want to know who this person is. I want to get to know them. I want to talk to them about the things that we we share interest in. So what happened is, he added my Snapchat. We started talking. We never really spoke at first, I don't think. But over time, we started talking. We started noticing, like, you know, we had similar interests. We had, in some cases, some mutual friends. And then, you know, at some point, we ended up linking up in person. And then from there, our relationship excelled and this person added me into a group chat on snapchat of people who also trade and people who are also making money from different sources online for example um, drop shipping and um, other traders and so forth inside of this group there were people who you might know one of them being nero one of them being one of them being my business partner, Ricky. Now, at the time, I didn't know Ricky, but my friend added me into this group chat, and through this group chat, I networked with them. Now, I added everyone who was inside of the group chat. I didn't miss a single person. I added every single person because I wanted to network with them. I'm thinking, hey, these people have similar mindsets. They're young, they're entrepreneurs, they're focused on their purpose, and a lot of them seem to have integrity. Obviously, I don't know them, so I can't really measure that yet, but. You know, they seem to be decent people. Let me add all of them. So I'm networking Ricky now. And he puts me onto this service that he was providing at the time. He was providing signals for trading. To make a very long story short, he gave me the opportunity to join another one of his services for free if I had brought him two clients. So I said, cool. Because I had built up a network from when I was doing network marketing with the previous trading company that I was with. I was then be able to easily get customers from him because I had already established a brand behind myself. So when I I could easily just speak to people, boom, straight away, I got people to join. In fact, I got more people to join than he expected. And he's like, whoa, you know what? This is a moment where he can then scratch my back and I can scratch his. So he's like, you know what? If you bring me X amount of people, I will pay you. So, now I was like, cool. I started to bring him clients. He paid me a little bit of money, a little bit of commission per uh, per person. And as I kept on bringing more people, he started increasing the amount that he was giving me. And back then we was at, I think it was around 50 to 70 members, right? Remember that number? Fast forward two years now. Me and have have been partners for two years now we're now nearing 600 members inside of the same service and we've now launched another service where i am now also helping out as well now i've basically gone from a complete stranger to him to now the co-founder of his business the person who helped drive the business's customers by an incredible percentage this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for my network do you get what i'm saying your network is your net worth this is why they say it because your network will provide you opportunities that education cannot or provide you opportunities that your job might not it will provide you opportunities that you yourself cannot provide do you get what i'm saying it's all about the network and with that being said what people forget about is the final step so once you network with people You need to maintain the network. You need to make sure this person remembers you. You can do so by simply checking in once in a while. If you have them on social media, interact with their posts if they post things. Even better, call them. Offer to take them to lunch or coffee. Give them a reason to step up. Even better if you cover the costs. Make them feel special. If you meet on social media, you can just engage in conversation for a while. Then when you feel like they're open towards you, you can find a common interest and invite them to a public social re- public social event that relates to that interest. And what I personally like to do is I like to speak to people on the phone if I have met them online. And that way I can kind of really read their energy and really see if me and this person will gel. Because if you can't even talk on the phone, you probably won't be able to talk in person. I'm not going to bother linking you. I'm not going to bother because I'm knowing myself that it's going to be a waste of time. And what I like to say as well... To finalize, is that when it comes to networking, oftentimes you go into this networking opportunity with an intention, with an ulterior motive. Some people aim to network with this person because they have a romantic desire. Some people go into network with people because they might have some sort of information that they want. Some people go into network with this person because they might have an opportunity for them that, you know is inaccessible without them at that point of time what you need to do is is you need to not ask them for this opportunity or for what you want some people network with people to sell something to them do not try to sell it to that person straight away in some scenarios you can some people are just willing straight off the bat yes i trust you i i, I, I don't care i will buy whatever you're selling people are are, are like that sometimes that people come to me and based off of other people's you know the word of mouth and people complimenting me and saying that this guy is the best in the game or or this and that people will instantly you know become a client but for the most part people need time to buy into you as an individual you need to demonstrate character and competence otherwise otherwise the person will not trust you if the person does not trust you they probably won't buy anything from you they'll probably be unwilling to do anything for you. So, you know, in a sense of if you're trying to network with people, make sure that you're also allowing them the time to buy into you because if they're not buying into you, they're not going to buy anything. People want to know that you care about them. And the basis of developing real relationships with people through, you know, after you've networked to this person, you need to de- then develop the relationship with that person. And that's how you allow them to buy into you. And that's done through them knowing that one that you care about them. That you, That you're a trustworthy person that you have people's best interests in your mind you know they need to know that you are somebody who has character somebody who's also competent this is the basis of trust with that being said what you need to do is learn how to give before you ask to receive and when you're given It's even better if you don't expect anything to be received to begin with except for maybe gratitude at the least do you know i mean a lot of the time when i give to people when i network with people i give to them i give them information i give them things that can help them i i know that people have their own interests people are selfish and understandably because people have their own lives they're concerned with their own lives people have their own situations that they're in People have their own insecurities. People have their own things that they're battling. People are living in survival mode. And when people are living in survival mode, all they can think about is how to survive. And you can't think about, you know, just giving, 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 giving if you're too busy focusing on your survival. And, you know, with this being understood, you can kind of use that to your advantage. You can then say, you know what? I'm not going to ask this person for anything. I'm going to give to them. It's quite common for you to find that when you give you receive and when you receive you usually receive tons more than you initially gave so it's all an investment when you're giving people your energy your time your thoughtfulness you then usually receive that back people like to reciprocate when you do that you're inviting people to act upon that a lot of people go in their birthdays and they expect the whole world to say happy birthday to them but the same person isn't saying happy birthday to anyone else when it's their birthday. You see me, I understand that birthdays are a special day and I actually got this from my dad. Um, When my dad passed away in 2016, for some reason his iCloud went connected with my phone and I could see that he had on his calendar people's birthdays written down. And I would always get alerts for people's birthdays. I would be like, who's this person? I don't know who this person is. But it was their client. It was his clients. And he would keep his clients' birthdays in his calendar. I'm not sure what he would do, but I'm sure he would probably give them a call up or maybe might give them presents or something. And it's interesting because this is something that's done even with companies, right? They might ask you for your birthday and on your birthday, they'll send you an email with like a voucher and you're most likely gonna spend with that person because they gave you a voucher, you're thinking, ooh, this is nice, let me use it. Do you know what I mean? So, I then started to implement this in my life as well. You know, I, I used to be somebody who would be like, why aren't people saying happy birthday? Well, to me, I've never had an issue. If I'm honest with you, if I'm very transparent, I've never really had the issue of people not saying happy birthday. And if I ever did, I didn't really care. But I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't have people saying happy birthday to them. They might not have friends. Or they might not have people that pay attention. Do you know what I mean people that really care enough to really, you know, take their time out to say, "Happy birthday, man! I hope you have a really good day today." So I I decided to take it upon myself. What I would do is every day on Snapchat, I'll type in the cake emoji, or I'll go on Facebook and I'll see whose birthdays it is, and it would show me a bunch of people's birthdays. i like, I didn't even have any clue it was this person's birthday, until I press this button, and because of that you know so many people you will be surprised by how many people will say wow like you was the only person who said happy birthday to me so many people say it to me it amazes me every single time that wow like people aren't saying happy birthday to people people are so self-centered that they're not even thinking about other people so you know be the person who isn't self-centered be the person who says happy birthday be the person who cares slowly over time you'll begin to notice that networking becomes a lot more easier and a lot more sustainable for the long term when you're that person who cares don't be the person who's self-centered only thinking about themselves, only thinking about their self-interests think about what other people desire and then think about how you can help them with that that is how you maintain a good network so step one just to recap and everything this has been this has been a very long episode i hope you guys have enjoyed it so far usually i like to keep it short but this one's a long time long one uh, by accident it's not even intentional but let's do a quick rerun because i know most people would have forgotten everything so step one first think about what kind of person you want to network with and then think about the events that events and places that they would be at and they go to those places step two simple as this speak to them or speak to everyone there speak to as many people as possible even if you get rejected if you get rejected by somebody speak to the next person it's that simple don't hover around don't seek approval don't give them rude back talk and say oh you're ugly anyway or oh you're i don't even want to talk to you anyway don't be petty don't be childish just say cool fair enough keep it stepping say have a good day keep it stepping remember you are your in version of a brandon you are your own brandon image Make sure you take care of your reputation and your brand because that's what will make or break a lot of your networking opportunities. Step three, once you have spoken to these people, make sure you secure their contact details. Whether it's on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, number, whichever one you both find comfortable. Step four, rinse and repeat. Step five, which is the part that most people neglect, maintain the network maintain the network just keep on maintaining it it's like a plant once you plant the seed you have to keep on watering it you have to keep on nurturing it you don't have to be there every single day but every other day just water it observe the leaves, make sure the leaves are okay see see if it has any diseases see if it has any issues see if there's any holes in it see if there's any insects that's been eating away the leaves or anything like that and if there is, if there's a problem mend it do better, improve. Make the improvement. Remove the toxic aspect and replace it with something that's more nourishing. You know, find something that benefits the plant and the plant in return will give you more oxygen for you to benefit from. See you know what I'm saying? So make it a mutually beneficial relationship. Those will be the best relationships that you have and the most sustainable ones. Those are the five steps of networking. Make sure you stick to it i hope you've taken notes i hope that you guys find some sort of value in this and maybe you might find any some new methods of networking that you might not have thought of before or you know it's inspired you to network even more i wish you all the best have a great day peace